Welcome back to the Esports Forever podcast. My name is Ryan Hebert alongside Warren Ar Arnold. And today we are bringing you the latest in Pokemon news, especially the release of the new video game, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the latest addition to the mainline Pokemon series. Myself and Warren have been extensively playing this game, and we have lots of thoughts, lots of things to say. So without further ado, let us begin. The elephant to the room, my friends. Does this game have bad performance in terms of frame rate? Yes, it does. It, it is without a doubt a game that was released that continuously has frame rate drop again and again and again. Not to mention, like, I'll frequently go into battle, especially in, like, hilly areas. All of a sudden, like, the camera cuts and then I see under the map itself. Like, there are a number of performance issues with this game. And so, for, right out of the gate, this is, like, uh, you know, this, this is a line for some people that has been crossed multiple times as they're playing the game that they're just like, man... What, what a ripoff. And so actually Nintendo has started to accept refunds from people. They have reached out. Pokemon Company as well. They've said, listen, we, we understand your frustration and we are accepting refunds for those of you who may be upset. Now, usually there is some torp of caveat to this when it, when it comes to any sort of refund for a video game. But at the very least, it's this, this is legit. I mean, you know, as I played through... Uh, I definitely keep finding these performance issues. And for the players who say that they don't have any, I don't know what console you're playing on, and I don't know what game you're playing, but they're there. They are certainly there. And they're a little they're a little less noticeable on the OLED switch. Go yeah. figure. Well, you know, uh, my girlfriend has a brand new OLED switch. I'll tell you that right now. She still has them, right? And she still has them. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'm using, you know, an original switch. Um, I've got an OG first gen. Great. Works awesome. Fun fact. I thought I had a SD card in this thing, like a micro SD. So I went and bought myself one, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to, like, transfer over. I opened my thing up and boom, nothing in there. <laughs> and I'm like... Wow, I've been using internal memory this whole time, freaking myself out, thinking, how am I going to transfer over my data from one SD card to another? And then I just didn't have an SD card in there. So I was like, well, this is a welcome surprise. Uh, because now instead of having around 50 to 55 gigabytes of internal memory out of the 60 that they give you, 64, I've now got over 200 and like 70 or 80. So uh, definitely happy about that. But that doesn't help with performance issues, uh, sadly. Uh, but you know what? Putting the performance issues aside, storyline-wise, between all the different uh, stories that they have, that which there there are three, so far, uh, as I've progressed in the game, I have not gone to the very end. So um, I don't want to be on here talking about the uh, the plots just yet. We'll give it another week or two for myself and Warren to, uh, to progress and finish through those. But... Uh, you know, so far, these are really well-written stories. Is it a little predictable at times? Sure. Sure. But it's it's cheesy, it's heartwarming, and at the end of the day, it's entertaining. You know, the, the gym quests are, are fun and light. Um, and then the gym battles themselves are, are, are great, too. The openness of, of the map is is real. 
And, you know, it doesn't really hit you how hard it is to travel around until you defeat all of the different Titan quests that then upgrade your ride, per se, that make it easier for you to travel around the Paldea region. Which is not something that you're kind of told off the bat, and so I find that players will spend... Something that I definitely didn't just hear for the first time right now, this second? No, no way. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's something that players really aren't told at the beginning of the game, and so... I have friends that have, you know, w literally walked the entire map as at the start of the game, and um, they come back and they're like, "Wait, I had a I had a Pokemon to do this for me the entire time." Sort of, you sort of did. As the game progresses, your your abilities and on this Pokemon upgrade, as uh, as you finish different quests, and so, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, you eventually unlock the full capability to travel around this region literally no problem. You know, at from an early point in the game, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I really don't know how I'm going to be able to, to do all the traveling that I want to do. And then you realize that like, oh wait, it's going to be really easy because, you know, the Pokemon that you're riding literally will be able to jump up, start flying around, running, dashing, climbing up walls going across water i mean they can do it all but it's later in the game so you have to wait you've got to be patient you've got to bide your time and that's okay that's fine it just you know it's the game's way of locking you out of all of the things you can do at the very beginning which in my opinion is a little bit of a step back uh depending on the game that we're talking about but uh you know, usually you'd have to uh, unlock HMs, as they call them, hidden machines, and then put those onto uh, one one Pokemon that would become an HM slave, as as some would say, where literally all of its four moves would just be HMs, and so it'd, it'd, it'd be the one token member of your party just to deal with all the the troublesome and cumbersome uh, obstacles that might get in your way that require an HM. At the end of the day, uh, so far, this game and the new Pokemon in it are fantastic. Wonderful designs, great character development, um, and overall, like players want to be playing with the new Pokemon, period. Lots of different players are trying out lots of different new things. These new Pokemon bring a lot of great value to the competitive scene as well, and we've seen this with an online simulator called Pokemon Showdown. Pokemon Showdown has a popular VGC room uh, it's a chat room, per se, where players are gathering with a uh, non-official custom VGC format for this upcoming year. So the way things work in, in these games is typically uh, we're crossing our fingers that maybe at the beginning of December, we will get an official rule set. This rule set will outline which Pokemon you're allowed to use and which ones you are not allowed to use. Now, with this game coming off of the success of sword and shield that game was split up into multiple different vgc series will this game follow suit we don't know we assume it probably will because it is an excellent way for the game to continue to release patches and at the same time keep the metagame fresh and keep the competitive ever changing on top of the fact that you know they have a lot of planned dlc for this upcoming game and so because of that they are going to probably have different series where different Pokemon are legal because if you just had one format all year and then drop new DLC and then go, well, these new Pokemon didn't exist at the start of the format, 
So they could do two things. They could go, they're not legal, or they could just randomly drop them in. Or they could pre-plan the drop and have different series for, for the Pokemon to be able to come in and, and then do that. So, you know, it probably makes sense that they're going to follow the Sword and Shield model for series, where they number each series from the very beginning, from one to whatever it goes to, depending on how long the game goes. That's my prediction, and that's probably what most people are thinking. And that's that's kind of what we got so far. Like, there's there's no official format for people to choose from, other than what we have in front of us, which is just a full, uh, a, sorry, a full party of Pokemon. So, with that said, there are specific Mons that are rising to the top that have definitely proven themselves above the rest we have explanations for many of the abilities and how they work now and and so warren i don't know if you've kind of played uh any of the smoke on room stuff uh or have seen much whatsoever but i don't know what's a pokemon to you so far that's definitely proven its worth yeah uh, i mean from from the very limited 30 or so minutes i've seen of it uh i think iron valiant's kind of cracked as we predicted that um what was that stupid thing you were talking about last week that had like the thing that goes in its mouth don dozo and tatsugiri yeah, yeah i think i think that, that the fucking don dozo man is kind of cracked too <laughs> yeah you know iron valiant has not seen as much play as i would have thought it would and that's simply because there are a couple of mons like fluttermane and yeah. uh, screamtail that have some really specific uses to them on top of the uh, iron bundle has actually surprisingly done really well. That's the water ice deli bird, uh, future paradox Pokemon when paired with oh, snow right. or, uh, paired with, uh, I want to say Chien Tao or Chien. I'm trying to think, think of the full name. It's the dark ice, uh, pseudo legendary. Chien Pao. Chien Pao. Yes. Um, you know, players haven't cracked how to use that Pokemon yet, but when they do, it's easily probably one of the best Pokemon in the format. So uh, that's definitely scary as well. Uh, Terrastalized normal type dragon type with banned extreme speed has been seeing usage. And man, that thing is dangerous. The The E speed is just, it's so fast. It's so deadly. Um Torkoal has seen fantastic usage with Eruption. I personally have been using a Torkoal uh, semi-trick room team, meaning that it has a fast mode and a slow mode. I gave it choice specs, Terrastalize it into a fire type in Sun. That Eruption, one of the most powerful fire type moves in the game, for all of you who don't know, very powerful. It takes out most HP from almost all any pokemon even pokemon that resist it are taking incredible damage you know they've got to change the weather or they've got to put a snarl on you or do something to to reduce some of the damage here because otherwise eruption just tears through the team and that's really what we predicted with this format as we got to understand terrestrialization which is the the big gimmick for this game right you get a stab boost a 1.5 times multiplier on that pokemon for whatever type out of the 18 types you decide to terrestrialize it as. So if it's already a flying type and you terrestrialize it into a flying type, yes, it does two times the damage as a flying type. But what's more true is the fact that if you terrestrialize moves that are spread moves on Pokemon that are the same type as that move, you are doing super effective damage on that spread move. Moves like Heat Wave, 
Earthquake, Rock Slide, Dazzle and Gleam. These are just to name naming a few of the most popular moves that people are using in order to get off crazy damage. Another one is um, is Goldengo's signature move, which is essentially it is essentially a Draco Meteor spread steel move. And so uh, I I can't remember. It's called Make It Rain. It's a spread move that basically acts as a Draco Meteor, so it'll give it a minus two special attack uh, debuff once it uses said move. But players are getting smart. Uh, I've seen it paired with Prankster Murkrow with Haze, so that as as soon as you use that move, uh, the, the next turn, Murkrow is able to Haze the, the, the debuff away, and then once again, you're just able to use it without any penalty. Um, yeah, it, it's actually crazy, you know, the strategies the players have been coming up with and, you know, finally, I'll talk about it. Tatsugiri and Dondozo. Yeah, that's a cracked pairing. However, getting plus two, plus two to every boost is powerful. To, sorry, getting plus two to every stat is powerful. However, it doesn't make a very good lead. The way things work is that Tatsugiri goes into the mouth of Dondozo, giving it a, a plus two to every stat except HP. So because of that, What's except only... HP? Except HP. Because yeah. HP can't get boosted. Yeah. I I forgot about that as well. And so when I looked at things, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because 300, 300 base HP would be dumb. So when you think about it, though, this Pokemon with Tatsugiri in its mouth means that there's only one Pokemon on your side of the field if you're using this combination. So you need to use it wisely because chances are your opponent's going to have two Pokemon, which means that your opponent is able to get off two moves compared to your one. Dondoso is a physically attacking Pokemon. It is not a special attacker. Yes, you have a boosted special attack, but you are not using Surf. You're not trying to use spread moves on this thing other than Earthquake, which then begs the question, is terrestrializing into a ground type the best coverage for Dondozo because it gives you stab earthquake damage on the plus two boost that you get from Tatsugiri. Maybe, maybe I've seen fighting type uh, as well as uh, for, for body press coverage uh, on this Pokemon too. So, you know, between fighting type and then uh, ground typing, you know, it's a toss up. Ground typing is still weak to grass, but it's, it's an immunity to electric, right? So uh, that's definitely a big plus. The fighting boost is simply that, you you know, you've got plus two on defense on Dondozo. Great. Let's give it body press and let's just go all in. Well, okay. And then on top of that, you know, uh, Tatsugiri has the move. Uh, well, sorry, Dondozo has the move order up that gives you a plus one boost to a specific stat, which are attack, defense, or speed, depending on the color of Tatsugiri that you have on your team. So not only do you get these stat boosts, but if you use this base power 80 dragon type move that gives you a plus uh, a plus one boost to one specific stat, the the three I just named, um, you know, you, you could be rolling in it if you're running a body press variant. Uh, but the thing is, is if you're running a body press variant, you want to be clicking body press. You don't want to be clicking this dragon, dragon move order up again and again and again. Uh, you just kind of want to take advantage of that damage right off the bat. Lots happening so far. Lots of innovation to be had. Um, one Pokemon that I think has surprised a lot of people that's been doing really well is Ching, uh, Chi Chi Yu. Chi Yu is the fire dark type. It's like the it's the goldfish, 
and it's it's cracked. Uh, the the ability to lower special defense and then pair that with other Pokemon is is actually so good. So like you could use Chi Yu Goldengo, uh, or sorry Goldengo, and then you you make it rain when they have minus one special defense, or you you dazzling gleam, or you know you, you get the gist, right? You use a spread move with this thing, and then all of a sudden it's really really good. It's crap. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the fact that it's a yeah. fire goldfish. It's a fire dark type. It's better than Houndoom in every way possible. For those of you who out that there... That doesn't take much. It doesn't take... <laughs> you're right. It doesn't take much. Although Houndoom does have solar power. So, you know, that's the one thing going for it. It doesn't have it anymore, dude. No? No, it's it's early bird flash fire and unnerve. No more oh. solar power. Oh, Only the mega had solar Oh, power. that's right. The mega, the mega. Ah, A good version. <laughs> Uh, unfortunate. Unfort. I've heard oh, theories. Sorry, sorry. The, the slightly usable version. Yeah. You know, I will tell you this. I've heard theories that they bring back Mega in this game. Mostly because think about all of the different Pokemon that are in this regional decks. Uh, there are, you know, uh, like Agron's not in this decks, right? Uh, but if you really think about it, most of the Mega Pokemon to exist are in the game. Yeah, that's... Period. Period. You're not wrong. And DLC would, would be able to bring the rest of them if they wanted, and then Megastones on top of that. And, man, that would had that would add a whole new layer to the game, bringing back Megas, because I'll I tell you what... Ryan, I can play Pokemon again. Holy I know. You know, Pokemon Go is not retiring this idea of Megas. In fact, yeah. they've been going all in. And uh, This upcoming weekend, I think there's a... Uh, a me or this past week, actually, there's been a, a Mega Gyarados uh, raid boss or whatever in Pokemon Go. You know, they're not stopping Pokemon Megas from going anywhere. In fact, yeah. they they keep doubling down. And it's funny that the mainline VGC game has not had them for for several years now. Um, which it's is sad. Just, it's just it's funny, is what it is. Um, you know, they've got to use all these other gimmicks, and then it's like you have these evolutions that are actually cracked, but you, you don't want to use them anymore. It, and on top of that, they even balance the ones that were too broken. Um, <laughs> I think it's a bond. Is yeah, that you? Parental bond literally. And, uh, you know, uh, Gengar with uh, shadow tag instead of, uh, you know, uh, levitate is also huge too, which is, which is good. But man, oh man, like imagine having a mega Salamence, regular Salamence and then roaring moon altogether. Right. Like that's, that's just insane. Ryan, you're making me you're making me excited. Come on. I know, I know. I'm I, just I want saying, this. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's it's definitely a thing. I've seen people get creative. Like I've seen people use iron thorns uh, next to regular T Tar. You've got Rock Electric with Rock Dark, and then you know the special That's defense boost from Sandstream. It's it's yeah. good. It's good, but you know, uh, Iron Thorns on itself is is not fantastic because it's a it's an electric rock type, four times weak to ground, weak to fighting. Um, it's just not it's not loving its current status. And you know, Titar is better simply because it gets a special defense boost from from Sandstorm. So uh, you know, it, it it's profiting off of that, whereas Iron Bundle is really suffering because. You know, its its highest stat is going to get a boost. I want to say from Quark Drive, which means that if it's in electric terrain or holding a booster energy, it'll get that plus one to uh, whatever the highest stat is on that thing. I will point out, 
Brute Bonnet is the uh, the Amoongus pre like the Paradox Pokemon. Uh, Grass Dark type. They made it so that max speed Brute Bonnet is one stat point lower than the lowest min stat of its attack. So 117 is the fastest that it can go. Its min stat for attack is 118 with zero IVs with an with a with a minus in its with its with its EVs uh, with nature. So it is literally impossible to get a speed speed boosting. Amoongus, or should I say, brute bonnet with spore? That's purposeful. Good. It's like it's like giving Toad's Cool, uh, the the new form of Tentacruel. Uh, it's like giving it a good ability instead of Mycelium Might. If you're not familiar, uh, you know this Pokemon is base 100 speed, so it gets access to spore, and it's like, wow, this could be a great Pokemon. And then you read its ability. All status moves go fucking last. Okay, the word "fucking" is not in there, but you get the point. Uh, it should be at this at that point. It like, should come be. On. <laughs> it should be. But here's the thing, though: there are ways to change abilities, swap abilities, but it's it just might be too gimmicky. Some and the some... amount of t- amount of times anything that's like swapping abilities has ever successfully worked more than like in that one extremely niche situation in VGC is about three. Exactly. You know, it, it's just like, you know, why would I skill swap mycelium might onto something with a good ability to just to be able to to give to give toad's cool like, you know, an, an, a fast spore? You know, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. It's that's a little tough for me to uh, to justify, per se. So at the end of the day, um, we're, we're seeing quite a bit here as as players uh, competitive and casual. Are hopping on and they're uh, getting getting themselves acquainted with some of these new Pokemon, but I'll tell you what you know. There's a lot of returning to some old classics. Arcanine is especially powerful and popular uh, as a fire type with Intimidate. It's got a great speed on top of the fact that it's got a fantastic move pool. It's just a safe mon overall to have on the field that isn't usually immediately under pressure of being killed. Uh, so, you know, it's able to sit there, launch off snarls into the into the opposing team with Pokemon that usually are, are able to, uh, you know, do some big damage. And obviously with Intimidate, uh, it, it, it nerfs any of those Pokemon that are sent out initially with huge attack stats. And it says, look, uh, you're not going to be able to hit me as hard as you want to because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to intimidate you. On top of the fact that they might be carrying Will-O-Wisp as well to try to burn you. However... Let's talk about a couple new items, one of those being Clear Amulet. Any Pokemon to hold this item is immune from any other Pokemon trying to lower its stats. This is a really, really important item. Why is it important? Pokemon like Dondozo. They are immune to people swapping in their Intimidate user and swapping it back out again. So that that's huge. You can't have a, you can't have a fake Tears come at you and have it work. Right, a snarl isn't going to work either. Pokemon holding this item are immune to stat drops. This is really big, especially for a lot of players in VGC that are are trying their best to have a consistent way to not have their stats lowered in order to do the most damage to knock out the opponent's Pokemon first before they can do it to you. Period. One of the best items that they have released so far. However, there's another great item, Covert Clerk. Cloak, sorry. Covert Cloak. I always get that wrong. Clerk. <laughs> um, this item prevents secondary effects from Pokemon moves. So right away, everyone's mind jumps to fake out. But then my eyes were opened when you when you really think about this move. Moves like Nuzzle. No, par- no paralysis. 
Okay. Moves like Rock Slide, no, no chance to flinch. You know, and the list keeps going. You know, Sludge Bomb, you're not getting poisoned. Okay. Um, uh, Blizzard, you're not getting frozen. You know, uh, this this is a great item and it has some really great use. You just have to figure out what Pokemon that it should be on best because, you know, if you're sending out a Pokemon 100% of the time leading the game every single time and you know that that Pokemon is more than likely to get faked out every single time. Okay, that's probably a Pokemon that wants to hold that item, right? If it's a Tailwind user that you want to for sure get off Tailwind at the beginning of the game that isn't Prankster. By the way, the only two Pokemon that have priority Tailwind right now, Talonflame and Murkrow. That's it. Keep that in mind. So lots of regular Tailwind users being used. Well, what does that mean? Well, fake out uh, definitely is a possibility and definitely is an option. Well, Covert Cloak is a way to stop that. Covert Cloak is also a way to stop Nuzzle Spam if it was to become relevant from, let's say, Raichu or or, or, or Pawn Me, right? Um, who knows? Who knows? It's uh, lots lots of speculation there on, on what will be the metagame. Another Pokemon that has seen, uh, you know, some notable usage and it's it's questionable on the consistency of play is got has got to be Mousehold. You know, I I thought in the beginning that this Pokemon would be really good, and then after like looking at it more and going over it, I I thought it was going to be crap. I really do. It doesn't have the stats to back it up. It just doesn't have enough defense. Well, I guess I was somewhat wrong. You know, Friend Guard and Technician are fantastic abilities. And it's, it's signature moves, uh, tidy up and population bomb. Uh, you know, if your opponent is dumb and is not able to knock out the mouse hold right away, uh, it also gets follow me, by the way. So it's not like that it's not trying to have itself get targeted by moves. If, it definitely... if, if you ain't knocking this thing out in one or two hits, or like one with a one hit with a double target move, I have so many questions for yes, you. Yes, I agree. And on top of the fact <laughs> that, you know, people, it'll use tidy up, so it'll get a plus one to attack and speed. And then it'll, it will attempt to use population bomb, which hits one to ten, or I think it's two to ten times. But think about it like this. Okay, so population bomb, it has 20 base power. Terastalize Mousehold into our normal type that is now doubled. So it's now 40 base power. Okay, now add the Technician boost onto that instead of Friend Guard. And now add 2 to 10 times for Population Bomb. Yeah, it's attack stats only 75, but if you're hitting up to 10 times, chances are you're doing 80 to 90, if not 100% of that Pokemon's health. Now, I... I fight back on this notion that this is the this is that this is a good uh, like multi-target move. I think it's crap. I don't think it's consistent. You know, I think a lot of players are going to find that it hits a lot of the time. But you're really going to rely on your win coming down to whether or not Population Bomb hits a certain number of times. Man, talk about a team relying on luck. I like to roll the dice, and so that's why the new item Loaded Dice will make sure that your multi-hit moves out of five always hit four out of the five times. What does this mean? Well, let's look at the most popular multi-hit moves. Huh, how about how about Ice School Spear? One of the uh, best coverage moves. 25 base power, right? And technically, isn't, technically, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Triple Axle better? Uh, triple Axle, I think, only hits three times. Yeah. Well, this move can hit up to five times. But, Warren, you're not, you're not hearing me out yet, buddy. 
You're not hearing me out yet. My my points irrelevant anyway. Nothing of this gen learns triple X. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a thing anymore. But uh, so sad. I was gonna let you figure that out on your own. Here's here's my point. So Bax Caliber Dragon Ice type, same typing as Kiram. Fantastic attack stat. Well, let's uh, let's terratype it into an ice type and then give it a uh, loaded dice and then give it icicle spear. And come back to, and come back to me when you know you have a two hundred base power ice move, maybe two fifty. Doing eighty oh, to ninety percent. That's okay. We don't doing, we don't need that. Uh, it's 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 extremely niche. I think it can I think it can do well. Um, you know, uh, my buddy Cortex VGC, a friend of a close friend of mine, thinks it's just a lot of setup and maybe a little bit of a waste of an item. Uh, loaded dice, it's very niche. But I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not often that you're able to get a 200 to 250 base power physical ice move with literally no setbacks. There is no setback to using this because you hit four out of five of these icicle spears every every time with the chance to hit the fifth. Now, um, there are other uh, moves like Bullet Seed, for example. And so I tested out Meow Scar to Bullet Seed uh, with this strategy as well. And, and it essentially does the same thing. So, you know, it really comes down to what Pokemon are popular and what coverage move. That is a, a multi-hit, five-hit move with a 25 base power. Uh, which one is going to be doing the most damage and really the, the most impact? Because at the end of the day, you're pretty much able to get off a 200 to 250 base power physical physical uh, multi-hit move, um, you know, uh, most of the time. So, yeah, come back to me when, uh, you know, that is not sounding like a good thing because it definitely is to me. I mean, it, it's... You want to use, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm at a loss for words because I think it's, it's a really fun and cool strategy, but it has to be used on the right Pokemon. In fact, Baxcalibur is the only Pokemon that can learn Icicle Spear, uh, in in that way. Cloister is another Pokemon, but you're not using Cloister. Using um, Cloister, something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is not the Pokemon you want to be, uh, spamming on your team. It, it's it's not it's not that good. It's not that good. That I did lose to a Flapple in 2020. So yeah, what am, who am I to say? <laughs> I mean, Gra Grav Apple's cool, man. Grav Apple's cool. Although, you know, I don't know if gravity is going to be as big this generation. I don't think it's as needed. But uh, that's just me. That's just me. So far, we have seen lots of exciting stuff, lots of innovation, lots of creativity. But Sand is day, dead. At, well, not exactly. Titar has plenty of usage. It's still really okay. good. Okay. Really I meant we have one viable sand rusher, and its name is Lycanroc. Oh, yeah. And even still, fun fact. Uh, in, uh, so a day in this game passes every 72 minutes, meaning that you, for Dusk, for, for I think, is it Dusk? Uh, like in rock dusk or dusk, yeah. I don't know what to call it. Other than that, you have, you a few have minutes. You have six minutes in this game, uh, for that seventy-two hour, seventy-two minute window, in order to evolve like in rock into its dusk form, which is the best form. Better be holding your rare candies. Legit, um, it's it's pretty funny. So, like this this game has so many niche evolution, like gimmicks to it. Like for example, in order to evolve, um. Uh, the the dolphin Pokemon, 
Palafin. Yeah, Palafin into Phoenician. Um, or Phoenician into Palafin. You have to be online with somebody else to evolve it in person with somebody else in the Union link, which is hilarious. Oh, it yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. Zero to hero. So we, I, you know, we, we talked about this before. You know, is Palafin going to see use? Is it too much to set up? Well, it gets flip turn. So it has a, a great way to swap out overall. Um, it's fast. And, you know, it's it's zero to hero ability for swapping out and then coming back in. It's that's it's a pretty big stat difference. It, it, it really, really is. Is it going to see the usage? Maybe. And I think it's too much setup for at least right it, now. It might be too much setup. I mean, the fact that lots of Pokemon are just kind of able to come in, set up their speed control, and then sweep, that's kind of what we're seeing right now. We're not defensive stall teams uh, are are pretty tough. Uh, any any defensive stall team to pop up usually is a body press mon. So besides those, you pretty much see okay. How do I set? How do I set uh, speed control over my opponent? And then once you have that, you just you just sweep. That's yep. it. That that's pretty much what we're seeing right now because uh, a lot of the recovery moves in this generation were nerfed, and so that they're still there. But they're just not as not as busted. They, you don't have as much PP, and so because of that, um, it's just not as reliable. On top of the oh, fact that I can't slack off sixteen times I anymore. Know. I can only do it eight times. I know soft boil. You, you can't do it. You know multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yeah, screw screw soft boil. No one likes Chansey anyway. Ah, uh, Chansey Shuckle, my guy. Chansey Shuckle. Man, I was gonna do fucking stockpile slack off body press effort mode hip out on where you well, just sit there and don't try it. That's still a thing. It still can work. Uh, it's just yeah, that now I can't slack off sixteen times. I know you're honestly better off using Avalug. Um, it's definitely a better. <laughs> My long con is no longer long enough. Legit. Uh, you know the the real con is the Avalug with the incredible Avalug. defense stat and um, yeah, you you change it into a fighting type with terrestrialization to get the boost. It's pretty cracked. It's uh, pretty insane. I, I mean, I just realized it had base 184. I never looked at Avalon before. <laughs> yeah, it's because it was an ice type, but now that you can change it, change up its typing, the, that's a whole new world right there. A whole new world. I'm supposed oh, to sing later today for a gig, so, you know, I nice. got to gotta warm it up somehow, Warren. Got to warm it up somehow. But, yeah, I mean, you know, this, this new game, performance issues, yes. Great stories. Fantastic. New Pokemon are really showing up and 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 doing well. Absolutely, um, you know it's it's the game is speaking for itself in many ways, and at the same time, it's also like trying to give you the middle finger too, um, you know. And uh, that's that's great and all, but um, you know, I, I guess I just don't appreciate the middle finger at times. You know, um, uh, one one of the gym quests for the Grass Gym Leader. Have you done the Grass Gym Leader? No, not yet. No, okay. You, you can tell them. I don't well, know, I don't you care. know, one one of the the quests is you have to go around town and collect sunfloras, and there's nothing there's nothing funnier than a horde of sunflora following you around this small town. But the problem is for me is that instead of having nice clean graphics of the sunflora like running around, it's like, okay. yeah, you can tell there's some frame droppages. The sunflora's are like running around with you, and it's like this would be a lot more fun if the sunflora's like actually looked good. But hey, I still had fun. It was still like a funny time to. To run around with a bunch of sunflora. At least I didn't have to roll an olive. Oh my goodness! Um, I saw this video that got sent to me. Uh, Nate sent it to me actually with the the Super Mario music of 
they they uh you you hop on your Maridon or Caridon and then you you jump and then head first into the olive and then all of a sudden the game glitches and then it plays that like Mario music for you to like zone out. You know what? We gotta find yeah. that tweet. Okay. Give me a sec here. <laughs> I gotta play it. I gotta play it. Oh god, dude. I'm gonna send it to uh to uh our account here. Let's see. Also, one question if you know is Cyclozar literally just a one stage normal dragon? It's a great question. Google help me. Okay, here we go. I wanna I wanna pull this up because it's it's a one stage normal dragon. Okay. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Um, send via direct message. Okay, here we go. There we go. Okay, just sent it to ourselves. Oh, yeah. We're watching it on stream. Yeah. Oh, wait, I could, I could have done this with the ride Pokemon? Oh. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm playing it again, playing it again. It's just too funny. So you jump on top of it, and then all of a sudden you just start floating in the air as the game glitches. <laughs> it's just, it's just my favorite. It's just my favorite, honestly. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, folks, I, I, I can't find a better ending to today's podcast than uh, flying on an olive. I, I really can't. Um, uh, wonderful to have all of you join us. Um, you know, uh, for those of you, uh, you know, who have been watching, thank you so much. Thank you for watching today's episode and listening in on our podcast network. And if you are wanting to listen to more and have questions, comments, or even, heck, a concern, let us know. Uh, be sure to follow, subscribe, comment, like, and share out with friends, family, and really basic, maybe even basic strangers on the street. You know, go for it. Let them know Esports Forever podcast. It's where it's at. Okay, it's where it's at. But for now, my friends, that's all we've got time for today. Until next time, we out.